What is going on? Coach Rudder here, and you are tuned into the Coach's Corner podcast. You could be anywhere in the world right now, but you're here with me, and I appreciate that more than you'll ever know. In this podcast, we talk about things that are going on in the world, things that are going on in your life, things that you could do to make yourself a better person. Not everything we talk about is something that I've personally gone through. Um, it talks about uh, things that I've gone through with my soldiers, trying to talk them through some things, my 15 years in the Army, as well as my 15 years as a juvenile corrections officer, as well as my time as a head coach and coach in both semi-pro and high school football. One common thing amongst all of those people is conversation revolving around ways that you can reduce your stress. And we understand that there are ordinary and then there's not so ordinary life stresses that can just kind of tap you out. Uh, so this week we're going to be talking about 10 ways you can reduce your stress on the daily. Things that you can do that are well within your grasp that you could do to make things better for yourself. The first thing, which is the most important thing, is take care of yourself first. There are times when your life is so stressful you can't eat, you can't sleep, you're just doing the bare minimum just to get by. But it is so important that you get the amount of sleep that's required Studies have shown that sleep promotes productivity, it reduces your stress hormones, and the same thing can go with eating. If you eat not enough or you eat foods that make you irritable, make you feel heavy, and it will add to your stressful day. There's also other things that are more nutritional, um, eating things that will bump your sugar, spike out, and then you get that crash. And last but not least... You got to exercise. Now, I'll be the first one to tell you, I let that exercise thing go for the longest time. And I'm just now getting into exercising again for about the last year or so. And I tell you, I get up early in the morning. I have to be to work at six and I get up at four and I work out and it really sets the tone for my day without question. The next thing you can do is you can maintain uh, a healthy support system, the positive relationships that you have with people that you can lean on in your time of need. You got to think of these people kind of like a bank account. The more you do for them, the easier it will be to ask for help. So don't be one of those people that only reaches out and talks to your friends when you're in a crisis. Those people that you do that to will not be there to help you out. You have got to be constant with your friends and kind of a side note this isn't talking about keeping score like I did two things for you I need you to help me but you got to be a true friend and understand there's gonna be a little give and take with your friendships so make sure that you're on point with your support system the thing that's probably the hardest thing to do for people is to simplify their life we're talking everything your schedule your commitments your finances your uh, to-do list, your honey-do list, your workspace, both at work and at home. All the different things that are involved in that. I know people use like Excel spreadsheets and things of that nature to kind of track the finances. There's all these apps that you can use from all these multiple companies. Personally, I use Mint um, as well as uh, the banking apps that come from our bank. And it's it's really important that you do that. Financial stress is one of the worst stress 
and it's one of the hardest to seem to get out of. And by tracking it, it'll save you time, save you a little bit of money probably. You got to get rid of things in your life that don't mean anything. We're talking that hoarder status where people just like, you know, I might use that one day and you have it for 10 years and you've never used it. It's in a, been in a box or bag in the garage. Get rid of it. Um, it's going to be for the better in the long run and it will declutter your living space. At times, having too much stuff makes it difficult to find the things you truly need and in essence, at that moment, will make you more anxious and cause you more stress. Um, write down the things you need to do, your schedule, the things that you need to knock out. A um, couple things. I use some apps on my phone. One of them is called The Minimalist. It's a list app that you can have multiple lists going on at the same time, short-term, long-term, things that you need to track. You need to do in both the now 90 days, 180 days, a year, things of that nature. Um, I also use a couple apps for my workouts. Um, I also use Andy Frisella's power list, um, five critical tasks that you need to do per day. And I feel like that really helps me as well as my daily greatness journal that I have gotten and uh, kind of lets you maximize what you're doing. You can write it down in one place. There's some gratitude stuff that goes on with that. Uh, but that's something totally different. And uh, write all this stuff down in a place that you see it often so you can be in constant reminder. Now, a lot of people are constantly on their phones, so that shouldn't be a problem. You should be able to look at your um, you know, stuff and see, oh, I just opened this, I need to do this. Oh, I need to just open that. I know that my minimalist and another app called Notion are on my home screen. So every time I pick up my phone, there it is. So it's a constant in-your-face reminder of the things that I need to do throughout the course of my day. Another thing that will help reduce your everyday stress is recognize your limits. I've talked about this in other podcasts. You have to have the ability to say no. It's critical. There are so many things that you have to do, and if you're not able to do them, it adds stress. You're also not able to take care of yourself when your load is too full, and you will continue to increase your stress and lower your productivity. How many times have you heard someone say, there's just so much stuff, I don't know where to start? That's it. Right there. Too much clutter, so simplifying will help that. And learning to say no by piling too much stuff on your plate when you don't creates a problem. Now, a fantastic way is to prioritize your commitments through any of the apps, through the little sticky notes you might write yourself, your journals, and you don't have to use the Daily Greatness Journal, it's just one that I use, and um, figure out things that are things you need to do right now, and then things that can wait for a while that you can kind of spread out a little bit to make things better. You have to get the big picture. You need to take a step back and ask yourself a few questions. Are my expectations where they should be? Should they be higher? Am I focusing too much attention and time and resources and effort to one thing? 
it's hard sometimes when you're a perfectionist because you allow yourself to get fixated on one topic, one thing. And sometimes, honestly, that thing is inconsequential in the course of your life and doesn't really play into the big picture or the end goal that you have. So that's kind of where these lists and these 90-day, 180-day, 365-day lists come into play is the big picture is those lists. Figure out what's in most important. Design what you want to do in incremental, small incremental um, milestones and then knock them out. Sometimes taking too much time to work on one thing can take you like miles away from completing the full and intended true task. In order to do this big picture um, and, and uh, recognizing your limits by what you're going to do, you have to take time to plan everything out. You have to plan out your task so that you can be like, I need to spend two hours today and two hours tomorrow, then I'll only have to spend an hour on it on Friday and I should be done. People make monthly meal plans. They write out their grocery list. I use a, an app on my phone called Out of Milk. Every time I need something, I write it in there. In my notepad, I have the meal prep for my family that my wife and I go over what we want to have for dinner through the course of the week. So when I go to the store, I look at both the out of milk as well as the meal prep note and make sure I grab everything that I need to grab. There's also some other stuff like um, emails is one um, app. There's another one. And now that I'm sitting here, I can't remember the name of it, but it is a meal prep where you literally type in the meal and it shoots out all the ingredients onto your um, shopping list. So you don't have to go searching for what they are. Taking time to plan also means laying out your work clothes the day before. Now, I have a uniform I have to wear to work, so it's easier for me. I just have to pull out a clean uniform at night and lay it out for the next day. I get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. There are some days my wife don't get up with me to workouts, which she does. Shouts to my wife for getting up every day with me that she does. I love our workout time together in the morning. It creates a great day for me. Um, but there are days that she doesn't get up with me. So I lay out my clothes for in the morning. So at 4 o'clock in the morning when my alarm clock goes off, I'm not turning all the lights on. I'm not doing all this. I turn one light on in the bathroom. The light from the bathroom shines out and I'm able to grab what I need to grab with that light. If you take time, structure your day, your week, your month, even your year if that's what you want to do it will free up a lot of time free up a lot of mental space that you could take things one step at a time to accomplish what you want to get accomplished and in the end of accomplishing every day's accomplishments your projects will be completed at a much faster pace than what you're normally used to you got to learn what your triggers are that create the stress in your life now you got to take all of the previous things and decide which ones are most likely to cause you stress. Cluttered workspace, insufficient sleep, being unprepared. Write these triggers down and work on them one at a time. Now listen, if you do that and you contribute to your own stress reduction every day by taking these steps and going through the motion of fixing all of these things, laying out your clothes, meal prepping, putting out the meals 
um, in advance when you go to the store. You're not just wandering around the aisles. You know exactly where you need to go. You need exactly what you need to get. And, you know, you do all these things, you're eliminating a lot of the triggers and stressors in your life. I'll tell you, I like to, um, in my, my work life and in my coaching life, I like to run everything to ground before it ever happens. Any rebuttals that someone would have, I've already thought of that rebuttal and I have an answer for it. Not because I want to be, you know, snotty to them. I just want to be educated. That way I'm not sitting there stressed out because I don't have an answer. I like to think things all the way to the end. And if you write your things down, you plan out in advance, definitely will cut down on the stress. So talking about simplifying and decluttering earlier, another thing is organize your space. Searching for lost items is A, a time waster, and B, it is a stress inducer. I promise if you're looking for that one thing, that widget that will make your day that much better, and you can't find it, you can feel the stress coming on. You know for a fact it is stress-inducing. So I think it's very important that organizing your space and making sure you're not wasting your time is one of the top things that will um, add to your stress on a daily basis. And I know it sounds dumb, but it's truly one of the most realistic things that you have absolute control over is the space within your life that you either live in or work in. And then there are other things that you can do that will help calm you down. Meditation, uh, low-grade exercises. And we're talking about things like um, yoga and um, walks and things of that nature, swimming. You know, anything that's not high impact, I'll be honest with you, I, I don't do much yoga or anything like that. I think I did it once when I was in the Army, and I didn't really enjoy it, so I haven't done it since then. But my wife and I love to hike. We walk every night um, that, you know, we, we get out and work. I'm doing Andy Frasilla's 75 Hard Challenge. And um, if you want to find out about that, you can either follow Andy Frasilla on any of the social media platforms or you can go to 75hard.com and check out all of that. But it requires you to work out twice and one of them has to be outdoors. And so my wife and I like to go walking together. And that is calming for me to be able to get out there, get that walk done and knock it out. Um, it'll also keep you on a schedule. A lot of times people get stressed out because they feel like they have free time and I don't know what to do with myself and they sit there and their brain starts to go 100 miles an hour. So it keeps them moving, constant motion. And the last thing is get to know what your resources are and be unafraid to use them in your time of need. We're talking um, any lifelong connections you have with friends, um, that are uh, those people that you rely on. And, you know, we're talking about in the second point of maintaining your healthy support system. Um, these are the people that I'm talking about. The people that you realize that you can reach out to that will be there for you and that you're friendly enough with them that you know that they're there for you all the time. Also, if you have any friends that are in the mental health field or your doctor has the ability to... Um, you know, send you to see someone and just sit and talk. You got to take advantage of peer support and wellness skills that you could pick up along the way. 
and then, you know, try your best to self-soothe and uh, do the things, listen to music, read your book, take a nap, whatever it is that you do that calms you down. I know for me, I like to read. I like to smoke cigars on the back deck of my home with my wife out there. She's not a cigar smoker, but she likes to sit out there with me. And we just relax. We talk about our day. And to me, it's very soothing to hear how her day goes. And she likes to listen to how my day went. And for us, that is a stress reliever. So each person is going to be different. You know, and, and that's okay. So do the things that make you happy, the things that calm you down when you're feeling yourself starting to freak out, starting to lose what will be considered your control and do the things that make you happy. I'm going to leave you with this thought. You and you alone are in charge of your happiness. You and you alone are in charge of reducing your everyday stress. It is not someone else's job and responsibility to make sure you are happy, that you are stress-free, and you are you know, living that greatest life with no kind of ups and downs. It is completely on you. Yes, I have a life partner, you know, and my wife, she is a phenomenal person. And we have a phenomenal life together. But it wouldn't be half as phenomenal if we weren't happy individually. So that comes down to the two of us being happy in our world. And that is what you have to do in order to relieve and reduce and um, and uh, correct any stress issues, it has to start with you. If you found any value in this, please share this with someone. I look forward to next week's podcast, and I hope you have a great week.